Big Stories of the Day Hashtag SAFM Sunrise Good morning. Ten after seven. All huge developments in Zimbabwe over the weekend. The Zimbabwe Electoral Commission saying President Emerson Mangagwa won last week's election, 52.6% of the vote. The opposition Citizens Coalition for Change rejecting the outcome. They say it was a classic case of vote ringing. Several observer missions, including the SADC observer mission, so the observer mission that we sent people with, they say the election was not free and fair. Meanwhile, Mangagwa himself appears to have suggested he wants to work with the opposition movements, perhaps even in government. Zanzela Ndebele is a Zimbabwean journalist on the line now. Zanzela, good morning. Thanks for your time. Morning. Firstly, the Zimbabwe president, President Mangago, what's he saying about the election and the government he wants to form now and working with the opposition? Well, he immediately after the results were announced, he he, he, was, he said he was not the one running the elections. So he was also competing and he's happy that he has won. And when you are listening to his speech, he suggests that uh, probably there is need for you know people to work together, build a Zimbabwe that everyone likes, uh, that kind of stuff. But uh, currently, the, if you look at the opposition, they're they are having none of it. They are saying that they won the elections and they, they, they have to be declared the winners. But we, we, it's more like we've seen this before. Uh, we know how it's going to play. We know how it's going to end. Um, you say that. You mean that, that, they, that, that they're not going to be able to work together. Is that what you mean? It is going to be difficult because uh, if, if if they are going to work together, it will be on the ZANPF stamps. They'll be saying, we are accommodating you. And uh, the opposition will be saying, we don't want to come and help you better the economy, or make things for you better so that you rig again in 2028. You're saying you have won. Okay, run the country. Let's see. So we are likely to see those uh, you know, discussions and people pulling around. But also the question is, now that the Zimbabwe Electoral Commission has announced the winners, what is really the realistic chance that the opposition can turn around uh, the, uh, and, and, and actually be announced winners? The opposition party, so what do they say happened? I mean, why are they rejecting the outcome? They say it was a classic case of vote rigging. Why do they say that? Yeah. So currently they've said it, it, it was a classic case of vote rigging, but they've not yet given us their side of the story, their figures to say, okay, before the elections, uh, Nelson Chamisa said the opposition had rigging mechanisms to make sure, anti-rigging mechanisms to make sure that Nangagwa does not rig this time around. They said they were going to deploy 12,379 polling agents. That means a polling agents in every polling station to make sure that they collect their own results. Immediately after the results, Zan was throwing around their voter tabulation, which they done. We did not see that from the opposition. And we are yet to see the numbers from the opposition themselves to say, okay, you are saying that our president got 1,900,000 votes, but this is our own tabulation. He got 2 million something. They have not yet shown us that evidence. And we hope they are going to do that. Because this is the same thing that happened in 2018, where the opposition said, that we have won, we're going to show you the V11s, and the V11s never came. And the issue went to court and they did not go to court. So we have these issues where we know the election was not free and fair. We know there was a lot of intimidation. But can the opposition really pinpoint where the rigging happened and give us their own numbers? Um, The SADC Observer Mission and the EU Observer Mission both talk about a group called Forever Associate Zimbabwe and that this group was outside polling stations taking the names of people who are voting. I don't know how they would do that. What were they doing? 
Well, th this was uh, a, a group associated with ZANPF, associated with the, the national, I mean, the, the Central Intelligence Organization. What they used to do is outside the polling station. In fact, before voting, they will, we have WhatsApp messages from villages and so forth. They were telling people that when you are going to the polling station, before you go in, you, you pass by our table, you write your name down. When you come back, you also take your name that you voted and you tell us who you have voted for. If you don't do that, if you don't pass by our table, we will know that you are the sellout that has voted for the opposition. So this was an intimidation tactic where in mainly in rural areas, they tried it in town, but many people ignored them or dismantled their tables. So in rural areas, they will tell people that when you're going into a polling station, you write your name here. When you're coming back, tell us who you have voted for. Then so people would say, I voted for Zambia. And they'll be told that if you don't tell us or if you write your name here, we will know who you voted for. And in some areas, they were telling people to say, actually, tell us the serial number of your ballot paper. What serial number was it? So that when we are counting, we check whether you're telling us the truth. So that was the massive intimidation uh, that was happening on voting day. And there was also disinformation that happened on voting day because they told people that they were, there was not going to be any voting that was going on. So if you look even at Bulawayo, where I am, voter turnout was low. You know, in, in 2018, uh, Chamisa got about 144,000 votes. This time around, he got far much less than that. I mean, the turnout was not the same. So this was the, these are the tactics by FAS. They called it FAS, Forever Zimbabwe. The SADC Observer mission basically saying that the results were not free and fair. The election was not free and fair. How important is that? I mean, Zimbabwe is part of SADC. So are we as South Africa. So when, when basically when your next door neighbor says your election wasn't free and fair, does that matter? That was uh, massive. Uh, it is the first time that Sadak has said that. It really drove ZANPF insane because they, they had like three conferences, the press conferences in 24 hours, you know, saying what Sadak did was not okay. They're interfering in the sovereignty of their uh, independence or in the sovereignty of Zimbabwe. They called the ambassador, ambassadors, read the right act to them and even said, when the final report comes out, we want you to change that. So it really, you know, Zimbabwe is the deputy uh, chair of SADAC was not impressed and they, they felt like they've been exposed. The last thing that Zimbabwe wanted was SADAC telling them that the elections were not free and fair. Not only doing that, but also telling them that it went against the constitution of Zimbabwe and the Zimbabwe Electoral Act. So it, it, it was really, you know, a, a big no for ZANU. They were not impressed. Zanzel Ndebele, thank you so much. A Zimbabwean journalist with SFM, 16 minutes after seven. Well, let's get another view on elections. Lulu White is the CEO of the Elections Management and Consulting Agency. Lulu, good morning to you and thank you for your time. When you have these findings from outside observers that an election was not free and fair, can an election be seen as legitimate after a finding like that from observers? No, it can never be seen and accepted as a legitimate election. It's actually going to be regarded as a fast election until the next election. Um, especially because in Zimbabwe, even the, the constitutional court has already apparently thrown it out, thrown the case out. So we, I suppose that the people of Zimbabwe have to live with this fast election result until the next election. The Zimbabwe Electoral Commission and I presume ZANU will claim SADC is wrong. They say that they're biased. Will they just try and keep this dispute running for a long time? You know, basically try and claim, no, it's the observer mission that's illegitimate and make that the fight. 
Yeah, look, it doesn't matter because the 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 SADC or uh, the SADC election observers uses um, the principles that have been set up by SADC themselves and also by the African Union, which uh, Zimbabwe is also a part of those those structures and bodies. So they know exactly what it is that makes an election be regarded as free and fair. They know the type of things that need to go into an election for an election to be regarded as legitimate. So if they drag on this fight, then it it, it seems as though they are fighting against the very own structure that they are also a part of. Which then makes no sense, but of course we, you know, Zimbabweans and the Zimbabwean government is actually known uh, for going against the grind. In any case, where elections and democracy are concerned, you remember with the Changarai um, when Changarai won in, I think, in two thousand and eighteen. Instead of the elections being accepted, the elections results being accepted, um, there was a, there's a, there was a huge amount of violence. Thank goodness this time around, Nelson Chamisa is not much of a fighter. Um, he just accepted the election result as it were. But Changarai really did get a, a very bad thrashing out of these election results. So it's not the first time that Zimbabwe has been known and has been seen, um, to actually not do what is, to, you know, to not do elections in a correct manner. But nobody seems to be, or no structure seems to be able to hold them to We have a system in our elections here in South Africa where party agents, so the ANC, the DA, the FF, the ACDP, whoever, they can watch the voting. They can watch the voter registration, actually. They can watch the voting. They can tabulate the votes themselves. They publish their own data. Mm -hmm. And I've seen parties publishing their own data, coming out and saying, we've won this city or whatever it is. In Zimbabwe, one group of people who did that was arrested. How important is transparency in an election for us and Zimbabwe? It's the core. It's the core of any electoral process. Transparency is the core of any electoral process, particularly on the continent. Um, And I would have expected that this is the one time that Zimbabwe would actually have a bit more of a transparency, particularly because if you've looked at the the election trail, there was less violence in in comparison to previous elections. While there there was a bit of intimidation that happened with opposition, but the opposition was still more or less allowed to have their own rallies. um, but you know, the minute you know you 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 have a situation where uh, the ZEC disappears for a couple of hours and there's speculation. Obviously, you know what Mr. Ndebele talked about about the fact that there were no not enough V11s. It would have been interesting because in South Africa there's a results sheet that political parties and observers are able to take a photo of right every and when they finish counting it every election they put up this election result at the door so it would have been interesting indeed to see that zimbabwe is that the zimbabweans are able to actually take results sheets themselves and actually have photos so that people can satisfy themselves that indeed this election there was no rigging that happened now the fact that that did not happen also just played casts a really negative light on 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 these election results Lulu White, I really appreciate the time. Thank you, CEO of the Elections Management and Consulting Agency.